listening to Rock Talk with Mitch LaFawn. Rock Talk. Welcome to this episode of Rock Talk with Mitch LaFawn. I, of course, am your host, Mitch LaFawn, and this is my very first encore presentation. I have been asked over and over and over again, when did you interview Boy George? And also, why did you interview Boy George? Well, the when and the why. It was August of 2018, and uh, Boy George and Culture Club were in Montreal for the Strangers in the Night charity event in support of the women's uh, shelter on the West Island here in Montreal, Lymphoma Canada and Miriam Foundation. Also, the band in October of 2018 had an album coming out called Life, and so we discussed that as well. The interview was originally slated for about 20 minutes, but scheduling delayed it and delayed it and delayed it, and we ended up with about 10 or 12 minutes of uh, content. But I, I, I certainly enjoyed it. Now, the show, Strangers uh, in the Night, and you can check it out, strangersinthenight.ca, the, the charity event. In fact, it is happening again this year, 2019, with Kiefer, Th sorry, Kiefer Sutherland, Simple Plan, and Sheila E. performing. It'll take place August 24th, 2019. So do head over to Strangers in the Night. .ca. It, of course, does support those charities that I mentioned, and the uh, the it's it's an incredibly fun event. Anyway, so I got to go last year to the show in um, uh, Montreal, August 25th. Gene Simmons' birthday, Rob Halford's birthday, and, and it, is it Michael Jackson's birthday as well? I believe so. Anyway, and I got to see Culture Club perform for the very, very first time of my life, and I have to say... And this is where I can use the word properly. It was absolutely delightful. It was a really a fun, fun event. No pretension, no expectations, just a band and some fans having a great night of just merry, merriment. Can we say that? Anyway, so here is, uh, because people have been asking... Where can I find this Boy George interview? I am just going to do it as a standalone. So here they are, without further ado, or here he is, without further ado, the one, the only, the irrepressible, and obviously unique Boy George. Lovely. Hello, George. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. An, an absolute pleasure to uh, to talk to you today. I've uh, been a fan, of course, for a long, long time, but... Uh, since we don't have a lot of time, let's hop right into this. Let's talk about this new album that you have coming out in October called Life, the first new culture club music in over 20 years. Um, talk to me about putting together the set. And when you go into making a new album after all this time, do you sort of look back to the 1980s and say, we got to make something that sounds like culture club from back then? Or is it about moving forward and, and opening new boundaries with the music? Well, I think that... Our reference, my personal reference points are always more from the 70s. Um, um, and I actually think Culture Club were a little bit of an anachronism in the 80s anyway. Because, I mean, when you play, I mean, obviously the way we looked, I guess, was very 80s. You know, big hair, lots of makeup and all that. But, you know, if you play bands like OMD or Flock of Seagulls or even Duran Duran, I think they got more in common than 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 we do with them because we were we were kind of like you know a, a sort of patchwork quilt of so many things you know growing up 
glam rock, punk rock, soul music, you know, it, you know, the seventies was, was a decade, you know, that kind of gave you so much, you know, from, as I say, glam rock to punk to disco to electro. And that's kind of was our sort of training ground. So I, I think that we ended up being, um, just a bit, you know, like a red sock in a white wash or something. I think that we weren't necessarily that definably 80s. And so when I go back to making a record or when I'm writing a song, I'm always just trying to write a great song. And I think that always works, you know, whether it's, you know, yeah, I mean, all the things that, all the, all, when I go and see a band, it's the songs I care about. I don't necessarily fixate on much more do you know what I mean so my favorite it's all about songs for me what's the song the melody the lyrics you know the, the, the sort of message of the song and then everything else is kind of additional really it really is now is there an importance for a band like Culture Club to make a new album and you've been back together for a few years I saw you in Ottawa I think it was last year or the year before absolutely phenomenal yeah. show why not just sort of go out there and, and play the the hits and play the songs that people expect, uh, right? Uh, why, why the need for new music? Well, but I mean, you you look at a lot of the and excuse the language, but the heritage acts. That's what they do. They go, eh, we'll just go play the ten songs. People yeah, know. I mean, if that gives you pleasure, that's fine. I'm not making any judgments, but I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm a creator why I wake up in the morning I want to create things you know I've never stopped writing um you know and if I didn't think what we were doing was as good as what we did before then maybe I would take that view but you know I think that we've got a lot of I personally think I've got a lot of great songs left in me um you know and you know the other night I went to see Rod Stewart and it was like a real jolt for me because you know, you suddenly remember like all those amazing songs. But you know that you know you—that's what you want to do as an artist. You want to create more of that. Do you know what I mean? And I guess the audience will let you know whether you're succeeding. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't have. We're not. We're not going out there trying to have the career that we had 20 years ago, 30 years ago. But I still think that you know, you know, listen. No one's writing songs anymore. So in that way, we're unique. You listen to what's on the radio. It's very formulaic. There's a, there's a formula way of writing songs now. And what we do is quite old fashioned, but it sort of sounds kind of refreshing, you know, because, you know, I grew up on great songs, you know, whether it's Bowie or Tom Petty or Nina Simone or whoever, you know, I love a great song and that's never changed. So, for me, the album is about continuing that kind of process, you know, trying to say something new and interesting, trying to get people to feel something. I think that's the key. Yeah, it really is. You know what I mean? It? You've got to, you want the audience to feel something. I mean, that, that to me is more interesting than anything else. You know, how do you go out on stage and perform and connect emotionally with the audience make them feel part of the experience you know not you know not alienate them but kind of embrace them and and you know and and when you're doing new material it's quite helpful to explain what it's about you know this is what this is about 
Um, and I think that really helps, you know, rather than sort of embarrassingly saying, well, it's a new song, I hope you're not all going to hate us. You know, I don't take that view. I'm like, this is a good song. I'm really proud of it, and I'm playing it to you. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing these here on uh, August 25th in, in Montreal. Um, just to talk to me and about... just to add to that, if you're really... And just add to that, this yeah. is a new song, and if you're really well-behaved, I'm going to sing Dear Really Won't Hurt Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? That's the way to do it. Um, but, but let me talk to you about the album's title here. It's Boy George and Culture Club... Why the added boy, George? I mean, we, I, I think most of us sort of know that Culture Club is, you know, boy, George and the rest of the guys. Why that added sort of and with it on, on this one? I don't know. I'm probably very conceited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Maybe I'll look for that. <laughs> well, probably not. Clearly, uh, I think I'm, clearly, I think I'm more important than everybody else. <laughs> well... Well, I mean, I think that I think for me, I've worked. I haven't really stopped working in the last kind of 20 years. I've been out there as a DJ. I've been out there doing solo stuff. And I've worked really hard to kind of promote who I am. So I just want to make sure people know I'm in the band. It's right. more of that. You know, sometimes people say, oh, you remember Culture Club tried to reform without me. Yeah. And, and that didn't last. That didn't last very long. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. You... And, and people. People have said to me, oh, are you in, you know, is it with Boy George? Is he in the band? So this way around, it just makes it really clear that I'm with the band. And, um, you know, it doesn't take anything away from them. I think it just adds another dimension. So that's probably why, I think. And, and it makes sense. Now, you, of course, have been active uh, as a solo artist. You know, the last album, This Is What I Do, in 2013, Ordinary Alien, Yum Yum, and goes all the way back. You've never stopped. Yeah. Now that you're re-recording with Culture Club, do you put that aside, or do you think, okay, we've done this one, now 2019 will be for me? How do you sort of see the solo career moving forward, and musically, how do you see that sort of going for you? I'll always make my own records, because my own records have a different type of frequency, you know, it's just a different energy. And that allows me to enjoy culture club. Do you know what I mean? You know, you said earlier, why don't we just go out and play the hits? Well, that wouldn't be satisfying to me, you know, so if culture club is going to exist, it has to exist as much now as it did, you know, as a kind of, uh, as a nostalgia thing. There has to be a reason for us to go out and play. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I think I'll always do my own records, but, you know, I might make another Culture Club record again. I, like, I want to do like an album every year. I'd love to go back to, you know, those old days and just fucking get the album out, you know, every year, whether it's a solo album or a Culture Club album, or at least every two years. I think it's good to, to put music out. You know, it's the thing that gives me the most pleasure to create stuff and to see where, you know, things can go. And, you know, I suppose it's a bit like maybe being a furniture maker. You just want to make something beautiful and then stand back and look at it. You know, it's the same process, you know, maybe you're an interior designer and that's where you get your thrill. You do a room up and then you go, look at this, you know, it's the same process. I think for me as a musician, I just want to keep creating and, that's why I have my own little label now so that I can work with other people and I can keep those sort of creative muscles, you know, as fit as possible and, and do things perhaps that I can't do with Culture Club, you know, you know, take risks, 
you know, you know, just do different things. Yeah, and it uh, and it's good to see Sorry, now. Mitch, this will just have to be our last question. <clears throat> ah, okay. Well, then uh, let me see where I'm going to go here. Uh, I'll have to change. All right, let, then let's just quickly. Uh, you're you're currently on tour with uh, Belinda Carlisle going uh, opening up. Just quickly talk to me about the no, tour. No, no, we have. Oh, in America, we have uh, Tom Baby from the Thompson Twins and right. the B52s. Not every show. I'm not sure what's going to happen. You're in the Canada, yeah? Yes. Yes, here you get we get Murray Head opening for you. One night in Bangkok. Oh, is... okay. Well, there you go. It changes all the time. So, uh, yeah, so that's what's happening in, in, in Canada. Um, but here in America, we've been kind of chopping from doing these big festivals with the B-52s and Tom Bailey and then some gigs with Tom Bailey. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, <laughs> I... I'll, you know, get kind of it's, it's a lot of bands sometimes. You just think, wow, the audiences have got a lot of stamina, you know, because we've been playing outside in the heat and you know, there's been rainstorms and all sorts of biblical events. But, um, it's been absolutely amazing. I mean, what I think is very exciting is that there's so much love out there, you know, there's so much affection you're not walking on to hostility people really really embrace you but you still have to be good you know you still have to be good because i think for us especially for culture club people don't know what we're going to do you know what i mean like people yeah. really don't know and i do talk about that every night i say you don't know what's going to happen do you and they're like no <laughs> and then we spend the rest of the evening kind of you know getting them as involved in the show as possible and seducing them, you know, and just making them go home with a smile on their face. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I feel is my job on stage. And you do it well. I mean, like I said, when I saw you in Ottawa with Platinum Blonde, I had that sort of, well, what am I going to get here? And I walked out with like, yeah, those guys are fantastic. That was just fun. And, uh, uh, George, an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I know our time has been very limited. And, of course, uh the show in Montreal takes place August 25th, and it is to benefit a West Island women's shelter. And, uh, you know, just thank you for doing that gig. It's going to be a spectacular Welcome. evening. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Bye. We'll see you then. This is Rock Talk with Mitch LaFond. Mitch LaFond.